Hey everyone, it's Joel Woodbridge, and I want to welcome you to the Next Steps podcast from the woods, a podcast all about helping you discover how you can grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, whether you've grown up in the church or are brand new to following Jesus, we all have areas where we can better know God intimately, grow in community with others, serve on a ministry team, and share in Christ's mission to the world. My hope today is that you will be encouraged to take a next step to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been a little while since we've had one of these, but uh, I wanted to invite you and welcome you back. Uh, Thanks for joining us and for tuning in. Today, I've got with me uh, one of my good friends and uh, a co-worker in ministry, Miss Holly Woodbridge. Hello. Yeah. How are you? We're so glad to have you with us today. Today, we're talking about a a really important concept, um, something that um, we're starting a new series at our church here called Dysfunctional Family. And uh, the concept behind it is, first of all, we've got to understand that every family has a little bit of dysfunction in it, yes. right? Right. Your okay. family's dysfunctional mm-hmm. at times. Right. Uh, my family's dysfunctional. And the reason why I know my family's dysfunctional is because I'm a part of it, right? So uh, we know this. Every family has a little bit of dysfunction. Right. And there are certain things that make families dysfunctional. So that's kind of the, ser- the concept of the series um, that we're going through over the next few weeks at our church. And uh, so what we want to do and, and what the purpose of this podcast is, um, is really to help families, help folks who listen um, to, uh, to be able to take the next step. So you mm-hmm. heard the sermon. Um, what are some ideas, some things that you can work out in, in, throughout the week that you could work on, you could try, you could put this into your life in practice um, so that you can maybe improve, uh, do the next step, right? And so today, um, the dysfunction that we're talking about is dysfunctional families do not put God first, mm. right? Dysfunctional families, they, they don't put God first. They, they, their calendars get full. Everything uh, kind of gets busy, wrapped up in their lives, and, and God is not necessarily a priority. Right, right. Healthy families, on the other hand, are, are, are families that intentionally put God first. They, they make efforts. They, 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 they have progress towards making sure that God becomes a priority in their lives and in their families. Um, and so what I want to do is uh, talk a little bit about that and give some practical ideas, some things that, that other families can try. Um, and I've brought along Miss Holly, who uh, has uh, raised several boys um, and uh, four boys mm-hmm. and um, has... Raising one, one now. Raising still yes. one, yeah. Yes. yeah. And uh, so I uh, thought maybe you could offer some insight today sure. on some of these things. Sure. So um, so the first concept is that uh, in order to um, put God first in our families, in order to put God, we've got to love God with all that mm. we are, right? Deuteronomy 6 uh, talks about this concept. Moses is addressing the Israelites, and he says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, and with all your strength. And uh, sometimes if we were honest with ourselves, we would have to say, you know what, we, we probably don't love God with everything, right? It, it can be challenging, especially uh, all the time, right? Love God all the time, everything, with we all that we distracted. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, one of the things that we've got to try to do is to make God and loving God um, and and a priority 
the first thing, a, a big part of our lives. And, and so one of the things that happens, I know this has happened in my life, maybe you can talk a little bit about it for you, is that your calendar mm-hmm. quickly gets rearranged, right? To the point where all of a sudden things have crept in, you've made commitments, mm-hmm. you've made priorities, and now your calendar is not reflecting that God is number one right. in your life, right? Um, and, and, and I know that a lot of our listeners, they might be coming from different seasons in their life where um, you might have little kids, little littles, and uh, the calendar is pretty flexible, but yet it's, it's kind of a challenge to get out sometimes. Um, others, maybe a little bit older kids in their home, uh, all of a sudden the calendar has consumed, right? And the calendar now controls your life, right? So, um, Holly, can you talk to us a little bit? How have you not allowed the calendar to control your life, but instead try to take control of the calendar? What are some things that maybe okay. you've done in your family? Well, when our, when our older boys were teenagers, they were involved in a lot of activities. And uh, I remember my husband talking about it was his favorite thing to share Jesus on the sidelines of a baseball field yeah. because people were more open to that. And he may not have had time to go and do something else at that time, but he could use that time for Jesus, Certainly. building friendships, Certainly. sharing with people that would not listen. So it, it, sometimes it can build an opportunity that wasn't even there without yeah. the distraction. Certainly, but we have to, you know, we have to pay attention to that. Most of the time, I was wheeling a little kid around while he was doing <laughs> that. Um, but there's other things that can be built in. Um, one of the things we've done from when Joel, who's 28 now, when he was little itty bitty, is we began a blessing at night. So regardless of what your daytime was, always at night, our hands were laid on our boys. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And still, my youngest at 13, he knows before he goes to bed, that's what happens in yeah. his life. So sometimes the days can get busy and maybe, you, maybe you're not able to point your kid toward Jesus right then, but there's always a time either when we wake up or mm-hmm. when we go to sleep that mm-hmm. we, can, we can point him to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned that, uh, uh, that Donnie, your husband, would, mm-hmm. um, would uh, use the sidelines, right, to, right. to talk about that. You know, that's, that's sometimes our, our commitments get, you know, for instance, if you're involved in sports, you got kids involved in sports and stuff like that. Sometimes that can keep you from being able to participate in a lot of church activities mm-hmm. uh, and that sort of thing. You know, for those families who find that to be the case, I, I'd encourage you, just like what, what, what happened with the Woodbridge family, is that's an opportunity for you to use uh, the time that you have with other people mm-hmm. to be a ministry. Yeah. Don't just go and participate. I challenge you to actually let that be a, an opportunity for you to minister, to mm-hmm. share the love of Jesus, um, to, to, to maybe, uh, uh, if you have an opportunity, talk about what God has been doing mm-hmm. in your life, um, to witness, to share your testimony, all that stuff. Perfect opportunity. But I would also say that it might also be a good idea to occasionally have to say no. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, have you ever had to do that? Have, have you ever a, had? We to... have a great example of that. Um, our boys were really good in sports, so I think that that helped. And as they progressed, um, Joel became, 
you know, like a star pitcher in baseball for our local high school team, even though he was homeschooled. And I can remember um, his turn to pitch was on a Monday, but the rules were, if you don't go to practice the day before, you can't pitch. And his coach, not always a nice guy, but said, we need you here. And what we did is we went on our early Sunday morning before Sunday school started. We brought him. He said, I'll just keep him a few minutes. He went in, had Joel throw a ball, got back into the car, <laughs> and then went to church. And it seemed to me that any time we made that priority stick, the people around us were empowered to do the same. The people yeah. that had thought, I can't go to church because of this, they were able to say that. And it, yeah. and sometimes it might not work out, but the message it gave to our kids was, Christ is always first. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So another thing that we want to talk about here is in that same passage where Moses says, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart. He, he also says that you are to talk about that, impress them on your children. And he gives us kind of the whole gamut of life, right? From when you wake up in the morning to when you go to bed at night, when you're sitting around at the table to when you're walking down the road, all areas of life. Um, so the concept that we kind of think of here is that we've, we as parents have to lead our family well. In other words, we set the example. We are modeling what it looks like to love God, to put God first in our lives. And we use every opportunity that we have to be one of those teachable moments. Um, in the message series that we're going through, I mentioned two things. One is a great example is when you sit down for your meals Offer a prayer, right? Offer a prayer before your meals. I remember my grandparents praying um, before we would have meals at their house. And I remember there were two words that my grandpa always said, diligence and zeal. Those two <laughs> words. I don't know what they mean. I still don't know what they mean. But he would use those words in his prayer. And I loved it. It showed that he was a man of faith, right? The other thing that uh, we do this in our family, and I love this part, is we have um, in our van, in our I drive a minivan, no shame, um, but <laughs> we have it always tuned to uh, Christian music playing in the background. And I'll tell you what, I'm someone who kind of just listens to music. I don't know is necessary to pay attention to what the words are, but my daughter is sitting in the back right. is belting it out. And she is, I mean, to the point where she can now sing those songs um, in the house when there's not even the song radio or playing or anything like that. So she knows Christian music and she, right. she's singing praises to God. So those are just two examples. Do you have any other examples of ways that you've taken opportunities and moments throughout the day and turned them into teachable moments? Um, sure. Examples that maybe some of our listeners could use. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that would be more flexible is there are moments when our kids get upset and we're going to have to talk to our kids about being upset or whether they've done a hurt or whether they've been hurt themselves. Any of those moments, we can point people to Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's just saying God cares about where you are or God forgives you. He's walking with you. Anything that happens or if they're um, excited about something and you remind them that God has given you this gift and this gift is used to bless others. And we don't have little, little people at our home anymore. Mm -hmm. But one of the things we've had to adapt with just a purposeful sharing is um, our boys are usually home about 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. And every week we spend a little bit of time to just say, hey, how are we doing with Jesus? Mm -hmm. You know, so 
Sometimes mm-hmm. it's that flexible, sure. you know, the moment that comes and you yeah. just, it really is simply pointing each other to Jesus because yeah. he is, he's in it all. He's yeah. with us in it all. And we just mm-hmm. have to remind each other. And one of the things that's true as parents, we have to be purposeful, but how many times has your kid pointed you to Jesus? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, when she's walking so, around the house singing. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. So it goes both yeah. ways. We that's teach true. each other. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I, I like one of the things that you said earlier, you said that, you know, at, at night you, you pray scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, that's yes. what you were saying is yes. it was a prayer, yes. but it was a passage of scripture that you were praying over your kids. And they know and it by heart. They know for it, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yep. I've actually been to your house before for a meal too. Oh yes. And you yes. guys, you sing a, a prayer mm-hmm. before or after? I can't remember. Before, it was before. before our yeah. meals. Yeah. And we have probably like six or seven of them. So yeah. there's a few different oh, ones. And I've been able to teach some of the church kids. So if you attend yeah. here, they might know some They too. might know some of the songs. That's <laughs> great. Yes. You, you, it's, it's looking for opportunities. And, right. and the great thing right. is, is like some of these you can create into a rhythm. Mm, a pattern right. so that they become uh, almost the norm, yes. right? Uh, kind of like how dysfunctional families, they just kind of think that this is normal, the defunct- right. this dysfunction in our lives that is going on, this is normal. Well, no, no, no. If we start modeling health and start creating mm. this pattern, it can become the normal thing. In and it'll life. be so, your kid that reminds you you forgot it. That's true. And my kids <laughs> remind me if something is Mine left too. behind. Yeah, so. Well, anyway, today it's been it's been great to have you uh, join us, and I hope that something that we've said has inspired some of our folks who are listening today um, to uh, take a next step in their faith, a, a next step when, in leading their family, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we just uh, pray for you and encourage you and uh, ask that God would continue to do amazing and great things in your life. Thanks so much yes. for tuning in today. Thank you.